0: Always be ready, be ready, be ready. Don't wait for the time to come to be ready. The things that we are praying to God for are actually the things that God has revealed unto us first. And we're just so excited and waiting patiently for the manifestation. But during this time, never forget to just sit back and just watch God. Just watch God move. Just watch God move. Just watch. We don't owe anybody nothing but to love them. So just watch how God comes through for us. He already prepared a way. He already finished it. Every thought that he have concerning you and I, it's already been done already. Just like you got up this morning. That's a part of his plan. Just like you ate today, that's a part of the plan. Every second is accounted for. Just like you and I, you know, went places today. That's a part of the plan. We in the plan of God. We in the will of God. We on the side of God. He already finished everything that has to be done regarding you and I being here. He's showing how responsible he is as a father, as a provider, as a healer, as a way maker, as a defender, as a friend, as a help. You understand? As our bestie, whatever we want to just, you understand, positively label him as. Whatever type of description, it's a great one. Because he's the greater one. He's the great I am. So a lot of times... We just need to just sit back and just watch God move on our behalf. Just watching things unfold that he already have written down. Every second, there is something happening that he already have written down. He don't skip pages. He don't skip seconds. He don't skip minutes. Every second is according to his plan regarding you and I. So look at the significance of what that actually looks like. Every second is an order due to a step that's ordered. According to his word. And we are his living word. So me being on here right now. Has already been set up to happen. Everything that you do today. Is set up to happen. Every step. Every deed is set up to happen. In his will that is. In his will that is. In his will that is. Now I'm quickly on here. Because. Keep doing good. Keep treating people nicely. Like you're doing. Sometimes we feel like you know what, we're not getting back as much as we're, you know, giving. Some people cannot take our love, you know, seriously, take our good deeds for granted. You can always be there to listen to someone. I could be listening to someone all the time, and all of a sudden, when you need a person ear to hear you, they don't have the time. Don't focus on that. You could be giving out great advice. Now you ready for it to come in return. No one has a word for you. Don't focus on that. You give people things, you buy them things, and then they just you know, give you things without no thought to it. Don't think about that. Don't even have the attitude, you know what? I don't even wanna be bothered with them. Don't even feel like that. Don't ever feel like you're doing too much and you're not getting much back in return. Because we're not even doing it for that reason in the first place now, are we? Now people know better, I get it, yes they do. We all know better. We know how we want to be treated. We know how we want to be talked to. We know how, you know, we want to just respond due to feeling it back in return. Hallelujah. We respond to love and we want that back in return. We respond to God's joy and release it to other people. And we want that back in return. And sometimes it don't come back in return how it ought to come. But don't allow that to cause us to grow bitter or sour or complain, or even stop doing what we've been doing. Continue to do a good deed. Some may not be as serious as you are. Some may not even take what you do serious enough. Some may take you and I for granted. But when we stop, that's when they gain, you understand, a great sense. And then you have their full, I have their full attention, because they don't want us to walk away. But I don't want it to cause us to become bitter. You understand? Feeling regretful. I should have never called you. Because every time I do, when I need you to talk to me, you don't have nothing to say. I shouldn't even gave you anything. I shouldn't have given you nothing. Because you don't never give anybody or give unto me. You always have your hand out. Don't even think like that. Just keep doing your good deed unto the Lord. Just keep doing your good deed unto the Lord. Just keep doing your good deed unto the Lord. Just keep sowing words of wisdom like you do. And just keep on, keeping on. Keep on praying like you do. Keep on, you know, just being a great person like you are. Don't allow no one's bitterness or misery or any form of iniquity change how you are. Keep your character. Keep your love walk. Keep your joy. Don't let nobody take that away from you. You have persevered so well to let someone come alongside and not even search about their walk but try to tell you about yours. Not search about their parenting but try to tell you how to parent it. Come on somebody. Don't even go out and buy anything but telling you what you should and how you should budget. People so quick they give advice that they don't even follow themselves and don't allow it to cause you to grow better. Because we're growing up and not growing down. Don't grow weary and well doing. Keep doing a good deed. Somebody might have you to drive them around all the time and don't even offer no gas. But we owe no man nothing but to love him. Hallelujah. Some people just take advantage. You could be picking somebody up two times and they call. Can you do it again and again and again and again? You understand? Can you stay on the phone until I get sleepy? Can you stop what you're doing to keep me company because I'm bored? Could you buy me an expensive gift because I bought you? Let's not grow weary and well-doing. Let's not even, you understand, allow... Those negative behaviors to even come close to our godly character. Let that have nothing in us. Somebody might brush you off, brush me off, and who we always there for. Okay. Still be there. Because it's not you who's doing the work, it's not me, it's God who's being there. Still continue to do a good deed. Still continue to be positive. Still continue to think positively. Don't allow it to cause you and I to think negative about a person, a place, nor a thing. Don't even call nobody out on it or call nobody up and talking about it. We're going to call somebody, we're going to call Christ. We're going to call on a name, we're going to call a name above every name. Some people may not take it seriously. You may go over the top for someone who just go under the boat for you, for me. Don't let that stop you the way how you like to be a blessing, the way how you like to be a blessing, the way how you like to be a blessing, the way how you like to sow your time, sow your effort and energy. You may be on time. They may be late all the time. You may be serious. They may be playing around. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you like this. If you're serious about where you are due to knowing who you are, by knowing who your God is, don't go back and forth playing games with no body, no place or no thing. If you're serious, be serious and stand on it. I stand on it. Because people gonna look and see, are we serious or not? Are you serious about your answer? Are you serious about your change? Are you serious about your mindset? Are you serious about your mind being made up regarding a thing? Are you serious or can I get you back in the snare again? Are you serious or can I get your attention again? Are you serious or can I drag you back again? Are you serious or I can do this again? Are you serious? We have to show that we're serious because we're not doing this for us. So we're not playing no games because we end this for Christ. We say, yes, be it unto us. Yes, you have our lives yes you are our lord yes you are our savior yes you are our redeemer yes you are our shepherd yes my life is in your hands yes it's a personal relationship yes not a personal problem due to a relationship no it's a personal relationship due to a citizenship yes in the kingdom yes so no more playing no games with nobody do let nobody change our mind if we search about what we're not going to do then stick to what we not going to do because they will know us by who we used to be, and not know who we are now, and try to bring up our old man, and have us to reminisce negatively, reminisce from you know from back way when, and we moving forward to right here, right now. So don't keep going back and forth on our yes. Don't keep going back and forth without purpose. Don't keep going back and forth without walk. Don't keep going back and forth without mindset. Don't keep going back and forth without positivity. Don't keep going back and forth without praise and worship. Don't keep going back and forth with just standing firm. Don't keep going back and forth with staying connected. Don't keep going back and forth. We're not in this for somebody else's attitude. We're not in this for somebody else's lack. We're not in this because somebody else is slacking. We're not in this for any personal anything. We're in us because of purpose. We're not in us because of somebody's personality. It's not professional. It's not even business. It's purpose. So let your purpose speak for you. as my purpose speak for me. I'm patient because of purpose. I'm kind because of purpose. I'm serious because of purpose. Not going back and forth because of purpose. Because my purpose, your purpose are not playing with us. It's not playing with us. The manifestations are not playing with us. God's purpose is not playing with us. His divine essence is not playing with us. The attributes of God are not playing with us. The characteristics of God not playing with us. Serious about us that it's already done. We just rewalking out what's already being written. That's how serious it is. So we're not going to be playing around with our purpose. Playing around with our walk. Playing around with our praise. Playing around with our worship. Playing around with our loyalty. Playing around with our, you understand, sincerity. Playing around with favor. Playing around with grace. Playing around with our prayer life. Playing around with our faith walk. We're going to keep going and keep going. No person placing the whole thing is worth us stopping where we are we keep going. Nothing can compare to the love of Christ for us. Nothing, no one, no place. So don't allow anyone to try to drag you and I back by any form of foolishness or immaturity. Some not ready to go forward, but they're not going to bring you backwards because you're ready to move forward because you and I said yes. So be mindful of the company that you keep. Because some company that we keep, keep on playing around without purpose and we allow them to do it. We allow them to walk right in our relationship with God and just stomp all over it because they're not walking with God themselves. I want to benefit off your blessing. Oh, I see the favor of God in your life. I want to reap your blessings. I don't want to reap mine. I don't want to set the magic table. I want to sit on your lap while you sitting there. Not have time for no games. We are all adults. In our own domain, for those who we keep in contact with, collaborate with, socialize with, fellowship with, hug and talk and, you understand, God to eat with. We know what's right, we know what's wrong. We know going all the way with God is right, because we are the righteousness of God. There's no lukewarm. There's no going to left and right at the same time. Cannot serve God and the ways of the world at the same time. You gotta make a decision. And we made one. We said, God, we choose you. We don't want the ways of the world. We want your ways, God. We know we've been chosen. So we decided to come alongside with knowing that we've been chosen. We love you, God. And we're demonstrating our love for you by knowing you first love us. So here's us as a living witness. Here are, you know, here are our hearts. Here are our minds, souls, spirit, and bodies. Here we are as a whole. Thank you for keeping us, God. Thank you for every step of the way. Thank you for the challenges. Thank you for the tribulations. Thank you, Father, for outcome. Thank you, Father, for purpose. God keeps saying, stay connected. Stay connected. Stay connected. Don't allow anyone to disconnect you when you just pop those chains. Don't allow no one to disconnect you from God when you just cease that storm. Don't let nobody disconnect you when you just pull down those strongholds. And Jesus be lifted high. Don't know no one you out to not be connected. But we just crumble down mountains. Don't know no one tamper with our relationship and not walking out yes with God. We're focused. We're going to stay focused. We got to keep our mind on Christ. Be mindful what you allow in your ear gate, in your eye gate, in your heart. You understand? Guard your heart. There's a permanent, powerful gate around your heart. It's guarded from the issues of life. Don't let nobody sweet talk themselves or cry themselves or pity themselves or victimize themselves into your life, into my life. Who's playing around with life and don't want to have it far more abundantly like you and I do. People that don't want to sow seed on good ground. who want to sow words of discouragement in our lives instead. But then we receive our, our blessing, our harvest. They want some. Want some pie. But they don't want to help you bake it. Want a lie in the bed, but don't want to help you make it. Come on, somebody want to drink out your cup, but don't want to pour no water in there for you want to eat off your plate, but don't want to prepare no food for you want to walk with you, but don't want to walk by themselves want to serve. You know, want to serve you but don't want to serve God themselves don't make any sits at all enough with any of the immaturity. We are not childish. We are childlike. We are childlike and not childish. So we're not going to play no games with God because he don't play no games with us i going to keep going back and forth with truth, going back and forth with love. Because love don't go back and forth with us. Can't lift up my hands in total adoration and I'm not admiring the one who I'm, you know, adoring. Doesn't make sense. Got to really see it through. See it through. Spiritual discipline is nothing but a reward of self-discovery. Know who we are originally. There's more in you that's coming out. That you have not yet even been introduced to. So, you know, the same for me. It's like more in me come out. More in you come forth. What I'm capable of, come out. What you capable of, come forth. Everything is for God. We're living unto him. Nothing is ours. We keep putting me in a situation. I in a situation. Us in a situation. This is my ministry, my marriage, my family, my home, my money, my car, my body, my sight, my vision, my plan, my manifestations, my prayer life, my prayer walk, my believing, my receiving, my company, my business, my establishment, my this and People under me, they are my people, and they are my, you know, coaches, uh, my mentees, and my mentors, and my this, and my calling, and my purpose, and my gifting, and my anointing, and my grace, and my blessings, and my favor. My, my, my. What about him? What about him? We are living because of him. We have ministry because of him. We we have covenants because of him. Children, because of him. If our lives are not our own, so why are we saying my? My what? My purpose? It's his purpose for my life. He's responsible. So we have to put the camera on him. We have to put the mic in his hand. We have to put everything in him because he's the one who's doing it. I cannot take no credit. I cannot want no credit. I cannot look and see who's following me. No, we're following him. Who's subscribing to me? No, you're subscribing to him who's using me. Who's befriending me? No, you're befriending him. He calls us all friends. My recipes, no, they're his. He's the creator. I'm the creation. Whatever I do because of him, whatever you do because of him, My purpose. No, it's his purpose. My wife, my husband. No, belongs to him. We benefit. My assignment. No, it's his assignment for my life. My calling. No, he called me. I didn't call him. My entrepreneurship, no, it's him. My boat, my this, my bed, my yell, you know, is his. My books, my magazines, my song, my instruments, my downloads, my creations, my my crafts, my arts, my designs, my degree, my instruments. No, it's his. It belongs to him. Why are we taking credit for it? My life, my financial breakthrough, my account, my stocks, my bonds, my savings. No, it's his. We can't do nothing without him. We can't even breathe. We can't even live. My legs, my hands, my mouth, my hair. No, it's his. He created it within us, for us, to glorify him. So it's God's purpose, God's plan, God's ministry, God's children, God's, you understand creativity, God's music, God's dance, it's God's moves, God's recipes, God's downloads, God's inventions, God's music, God's art, God's creativity, God's electronics, God's car, God's boat, God's plane, God's airline, God's books, God's magazines, it's all his. So when I showcase what I do, it can't be on me and it can't be on you. It has to stay on him. got to stop saying I, I need I want, Father, I'm requesting unto you, I'm ready I'm this, I'm that, look at me, don't you see, God, me it's time for me, I need, it's time for me, I work so hard, I do this so much I need, I need, I need, I need a break I need a vacation, I need this, I need acceleration, I need breakthrough, I need favor, I need grace, I need I need, I need, I need, I need, I need I need, we already have we already have Anything we can ask him for, he already done. So what's there left to do? Give him thanks, give him praise for what we know he you know has done. Father, I thank you for what you have done. I thank you for your creations. I thank you for your logos. I thank you for your vehicles. I thank you for your homes. I thank you for your marriage, your ministry, thank you for your children. Thank you for your, you know, your daughter, me. Thank you for your. Your everything, your clothes, your food. Thank you. Your weather, your vacation, your cruise, your account. Everything is yours. Every good thing is yours. It's not ours. Our lives are not our own. So why am I claiming anything? So why am I frustrated regarding what I want to do? That's what God's trying to tell us. You don't do anything I do for you. So why you keep trying to do for yourself? Why you keep trying to do for yourself? God showed me a feather, how light the feather is. Is that light for our life? you easy and burning light. It's light as a feather. We don't have to complicate anything. We don't have to try to figure out what's going to happen or how it's going to happen. He already did that. He has done that already. For every single one of us. He already have done that for us. He don't ever have to do that ever again. He already written it down. So we just thank him as we see in it through. We're acknowledging him. We make a request made known unto him, of course. Why not? Hallelujah. Seriously. Seriously. Before I go, let me give you this. Let me give this quick, you know, this word real quick. How Christ illustrated things, you know, in parables by him being a carpenter. And, you know, carpentry work is just nothing but, you know, building, and cutting, sawing, sanding, you understand, plastering and shaping and molding, you know, drilling, all those sorts of things, painting. And he always used his gift to win people to God and to himself. He used his gift for purpose and not based upon a talent. You understand? And he illustrated in parables in so many ways. He said, upon this rock, I will build. He always used carpentry as an example by him being a carpenter. Because he's called to what? Build and not just build with his talent With his hands, you understand, using appliances. But no, spiritual building. Upon this rock, I'll build my church. I'll build my foundation. That's a form of carpentry, building. A house cannot stand without any faith. It will crumble down. That's carpentry. A house cannot stand. It cannot be built. Christ says iron sharpens iron. That's carpentry. Every joint supplied that's con that's carpentry excuse me you understand and he drills us by just allowing us to know that our words are sharper than any two-edged sword that's carpentry you understand even when he used illustration about just you know i am the vine you are the branch no one bear fruit as they stay connected to the vine you know connectivity regarding appliances you know that's carpentry He always used his gift to win the loss. You understand? And that's what we're called to do. Many of us operate in our talents because our talents put, you know, things on the table. But the thing is, it's God that does that. It's not us. So we're doing it the wrong way. You know, many of us have gifts and we're like, you know, that's not putting food on the table. That's not putting game. I'm just going to go ahead and do what I'm good at. You understand? And and what I'm good at making money at. You know how. And I'm going to just stick with that. But we are not allowing God to see us through regarding our gift. Hallelujah. Our gift paved the way for our talents to be manifested. Just got to see it through. We cannot just want to be on the other side and not go through to get there. You understand? Christ always used some type of illustration or parable you know, in a form of carpentry, even when it comes to the potter house, you understand, even when it comes to the mother with the son, who, you know, the prophet came in, pull out every pot, pull out your appliances, and as I begin to, you know, fulfill every pot in your home, you know, you about to have more than what you thought you were going to have. You understand? It's so amazing how he always used, you know, his gift, In a spiritual way and not a natural way. Not once did he ever say, you know, okay, tables for $10. You understand? I can build your table for $10. No, he said, I will build you up for free. I'm looking for those who need a what? Physician. Not those who already have one. You understand? He didn't go around promoting, you know, what he can do with his gift to gain for himself. He never, ever did that. He even taught Peter not to do that. Because Peter, before he was Peter, Simon was a fisherman. He had his own boat. He had his own business. And it wasn't just him. It was a family business. This is what we do. We catch fish and we sell it. We don't just eat it. We sell it. And after he denied Christ three times, days after that, they begin to toil all night for fish. You know the testimony. And then there goes Christ sitting at the seaside cooking fish and preparing bread. You understand? And I can imagine they wasn't so far away from him. They could look and see that this food in the air. (laughs) We trying to get some. This man cooking. We trying to, let's let's, let's hurry up, y'all. That's like you see somebody cooking out and you on your way to a cookout. Let's hurry up, yo. Them burgers smell good on their grill, yo. Let's go. That's how they probably felt. Like, let's That's Let's That's, Come on, man. We've been told, bro, let's get some fish, man. Let fish smell good over there. Don't even know it's Christ cooking for them. Had no idea. <laughs> Until they asked, did you catch? he asked, did you catch anything? But then when Simon Peter, was skip all the way up to Simon Peter, you know, put his garments on and took the fisher clothes off and jumped in the water and began to swim to Christ. And Christ said, bring some of what you have. What was it, 153 pieces of fish? He said, bring some of what you have. Peter bought the whole net. You know why? He wasn't leaving them behind. He wasn't going to leave none behind because that was a come up. We about, to, we about to split this up. We about to gain, yo. We never give it no chance for these fish to go back into the water. He trusted himself with that fish because he knew he was qualified. He knew he had the credentials. He knew he had the experience and the job qualifications to make sure that fish don't go anywhere. So it's going to stay in my hands. That's like you and your family. You know, y'all just did something, you know, made something very special and you're good at making sure it stays well. You don't want it in their home because they got things falling. They got animals all over the place, just jumping up on the tables. And you know, your house is, you know, quiet, no animals, no trouble. It's going to stay there. No, this, this art is coming to my house. And that's how Peter felt with that fish. No, I'm going to take, I'm going to drag it. But Christ said, bring some He bought all of it. And that's why Christ said, Peter, do you love me more than these? And many of us think he's talking about the disciples, but you got to look at, you know, the literature. Do you love me more than these? These is referring to a thing and not a person. You understand? Do you love me more than these? He's not talking to the disciples. If he was, he would have said, do you love me more than them? That's regarding people. You understand? And he said, do you love me more than these? Peter said, no. He was talking about the fish because I told you to bring some. You bought all. So you cared about, you just, you know, you, you just, you know, pretty much went against what I just said because you cared that much for it. Do you love me more than these? Because I just told you to bring some, you brought all of it. Do you, so you disobeyed referral. So do you love me more than what you just done? Do you love me more than these fish? Yes, I do. Then feed my sheep. Do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Simon, do you love me? Peter, excuse me, do you love me? His name been changed to me. Do you love me, Peter? And feed my sheep. I now call you a fisher of men. He just became a ministry without his nine to five anymore. You're no longer a fisher of, I mean, a fisherman. You are now a fisher of men. You understand? He used what Peter is really good at, his talent, to introduce him to his gift. The way how you out there toiling for fish, you're going to be out there toiling for souls. You understand? He's good at, you know, he's determined to do it. You, you can tell he's sweating and sweating. He's not leaving that boat until he gets some fish, basically. And that's how Christ feels. I want that determination regarding souls. Just like I'm good with my hands, I can build tables, I can build couches, I can build your whole home. But you are my house and I will build upon you spiritually because I'm dwelling on the inside of you. That's more than just me building this house that's going to crumble down without your faith. That's on the inside of it. So what are you called to do? What is your purpose? What is my purpose? And how does it benefit souls? No, how does it open up blind eyes? How does it raise the dead? What do Quenicia do to cause the dead to be risen? Even if I was a cook, how does my recipe open up blind eyes that they can see things for what they are now? How is my logo, my artwork going to cast out devils? When people see this, they're going to feel like, oh, wow, devils and demons begin to flee. What kind of moves, dancing that I can make, you know, dance moves I can make that will have people out the wheelchair and walking again and cleansing lepers and releasing greater works. How is my marriage going to release that? How are my children going to release that? That's my ministry. How are the resources God placing in my life going to bring forth change in people's lives? How is it going to snatch them out? Cause it really looks like, to be honest, that we are opening up eyes that's already opened. We're going to those who already had the physician. We already speaking to those who already been cleansed. We already releasing salvation to those who already received. So that's not discipleship. We're surrounded by people who already know us, family and friends, colleagues, co-workers. Let's be surrounded by people who don't. How would you feel if somebody come in your restaurant that don't have on no clothes? Or who just came off a pole? Or who just murdered someone? Or who white sitting beside them with a black eye? Or children have bruises on them and look like they're just, you know, and haven't been bathed in two weeks, but the person's so highly rich. How can we snatch them out in our restaurant? How can we snatch them out with our recipe? How can we snatch them out without dance moves? How can we snatch them out? It's not just being behind the four walls. That's not what ministry really is. Because everybody who's coming in want it. How about those who don't want to come in who don't? That's discipleship. We go in and take it by force. Just like those in the walls of Jericho. They went around and marched and they crumbled down. Taking it by force. Moses took it by force. Even if it took plagues. So what? They still were set free. Hallelujah. Taking it by force. Even when it came to Esther. She's the only one in the palace that believe in our God. Her husband just respected our God. You understand, in the case, she wouldn't have to fast and pray. He would already set the people free. No, she had to go through that because he didn't believe, but he respected her as his wife. Mordecai and Ezra and all them, they were ways away. There are cities and towns surrounding the palace. They had to walk miles just to get there to give her a message, and that's if the guards wanted to release it to her or not. So she's in that house with all those people. Just the only one in there who believes in God. Some miracles come by what fasting and prayer, but we don't want to put away the food. I don't care if it's for three hours, Lord. You know what? It's always for a spiritual reason. That's what the fast is for, not for anything natural. I'm not fasting for a financial breakthrough. I'm not fasting for manifestation. That's already guaranteed to happen. No, I'm fasting to be disciplined regarding my weight, far as manifestation. I'm fasting to know the difference between good and evil regarding my weight. What I should say, what I should not say, what I should do or what not to do. Fasting for more wisdom, fasting for more discovery of who I am. Fasting to become quickened and sharpened regarding wisdom and things that are not wise. That's what a fast is for, to be used so I can be more effective for those who are out there. Because I need to be quickened and sharpened to know that it's not me that do the work so I won't be skeptical when it's time to lay hands. And keep going to these home going services. And he said, We can raise the dead, but we keep burying them. Keep sending people home on their way. And they say, God called them there. So if he keep calling everybody home, then what's the point of us either going around spreading the good news? What's the point of us either casting out devils, if that's meant for them to even have? Because maybe going home possessed. That's not God you don't want to kill yourself, that's not God you don't want to commit murder. That's not godly to kill a whole family. That's not godly to jump over a bridge. That's possessed. That's the enemy telling us to do those things. That's not godly to rob a bank. There are people in jail right now for those who are guilty for their crime. But not guilty unto God because they've been justified. But still, they have a natural punishment they have to go through. And me and them saying, I I heard other voices. I mean, you know, I don't know what got into me that day. I I would have never robbed no bank. I, I would have never, I would have never, I would have never kidnapped that child. I would have never raped that woman. I would have never blew up that school. You understand? And once we already did the thing, Satan ditches out on us every time. He's not there with them. Regarding the same thing, he's there trying to do a new thing to destroy. He wants to take us out. He wants to go home. He don't want us here because when we hear, we remind him how much he messed up. Do you know God reminds him of who he used to be by using us? Because we're the reason why he got so upset in the first place? Hear me out now. It was none of his business what God was saying to Christ. You supposed to be praising and worshiping. You stopped in the midst of your praise and worshiping to hear what God had to say to Christ. Now it's time to make man. Hold on, make who? And what? Your own what? Image. We're not made like that. You understand? He hated that idea that God was thinking about us. And watched us before him and came straight after us. And thought he had us because of one man. Had no idea about the other man because he was already kicked out before Christ even stood up and said, Now it's time for salvation. But salvation did not start in the middle round. Because sin did not start here. Because sin did not start with Adam nor Eve. They wasn't even formed yet. Sin started in the kingdom of God. Because Satan is the first one who had the thought. That's where it originated from. He was in the kingdom thinking demonically. Sin started in the kingdom. And that's why Christ stood up in the kingdom. On the throne of God. Now it's time for salvation. So salvation is not just for the middle realm. It started first in the heavenly realm. And then God began to form man. When he kicked Satan out of heaven. Now he's here in the earth. And try to do the same thing here. Regarding man. That's how much he hate us. Because we are the ones who God really, really, you understand. He cares about everybody. He loves everyone the same. But not everyone created to be, look like God. And you understand, and form like God. In his image and likeness. Even though we are three part being. We still in the image of God spiritually. How magnificent is that? Still created us to have a body and a soul and yet in the same image and likeness, but he's just spirit. That's amazing. That's like we have a difference from him, but he still considers to be in the same image and likeness as a three-part being, but we must worship him in spirit and in truth though. You understand? Even as a three-part being. And it's so amazing. You understand? Salvation is for heavenly realms and the earthly realms. To set an example for demonic realms. God used everything about us to remind Satan how much he messed up. That's why he he was created to be a praise leader, a praise and worship leader. But God used our praise to steal his plan. (laughs) And he used to be a praise leader, but our praise steal his plan. (laughs) So now our praise, not what he used to do, our praise. Now we have a praise that steals his plan and he hates that. You understand? We remind him how much God really loves us. Because now he knows about our salvation. He knows about Christ now. (laughs) You understand? For some time now, nothing he can do about that. So what he want us to do is get up out of here as quick as possible. I don't want to watch you prosper in front of me. I don't want to be reminded how much he care about you and kick me out because I wanted to be worshipped. I don't want to be reminded how much I messed up and how much I am doomed. So I want you guys out of here. I don't want you to receive, I don't want you to receive beyond you can ask for even things. I don't want to see you married. I don't want to see your children. I don't want to see no blessings for God. I don't want to see your harvest. I don't want to see you manifest anything good. I don't want to see you prosper. I want to see you out of here. Now, my objective is to get you up out of here quickly as possible. Hallelujah. It's so amazing that, you know, we are walking with the whole kingdom. We don't just have a little bit of angels. We have the entire kingdom with us. One angel chased away a thousand demons, two, ten thousand, three, a hundred thousand. So imagine, you know, all the friends we have, what we can do. <laughs> stop playing. There are more here who believe Christ than there are those who don't. Now imagine how many angels that are with us that can take out. Stop playing. Stop playing. And the Bible should take it by what? Force. Sometimes we are being forceful, violently, in the wrong direction, but not forcefully, violently, mighty. You understand? For example, we use all our effort and energy when somebody playing with our family or our friends or our money. Yeah, touch my money if you want to. Oh, you stole from me? Oh, you, oh, 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 are you messing with my, my my, what? My what? My sister? What What? what you crying for? Well, who did what? I stop playing. All that save and salvation went straight out the window. All that might, excuse me, no might, all that fire anger, and not fire with might, all that effort and energy in a wrong direction, it became violent, angrily, and not violent, mightily. You understand? Do we even know how it is to, you know, understand to turn the other cheek? Somebody smack you in the face, are you going to smack them back? Or are you going to turn the other cheek? Be honest. Come on now. What are we going to say? Oh, I'm not there yet. Not where? We're on the Lord's side. So where are we trying to go? To be where we need to be in you know, order to do what he said do? Can somebody do anything to you and you not be moving still love them the same? Can somebody steal from you and you still love them? Is it they never did because you've forgiven them? Look how much God forgives us every day. Wipe the slate clean every time we say, forgive me, God. And he remembered mean, meaning to hold us not not to hold us accountable for it. It doesn't mean he forgot. It means he no longer holds us accountable for it. We've been forgiven. We move forward. It means just move forward from it. Mercies are new every day upon us. Are our mercies new to others every day? Amongst ourselves? Amongst each other? Am I merciful for you who keep doing the same thing? Who keep plucking, plucking, plucking? Am I merciful? Somebody want to drive slow on purpose in front of me, being malicious. Do I want to be merciful? And not just pull over and say, you know what, you need to stop playing. And then go back over and (laughs) stuff. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. What are we working on? We have to show progress in our process. Because guess what? We're not going to keep doing this every year, the beginning of the year. Here's another resolution, what I should have done last year, what I said I was going to do the year before last. I mean, I, I mean, things happen, okay? No. No, 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 no. The oldest passed away. All things become new, so what's the problem? Why is it so challenging to walk in the fruits of the spirit when we have the fruits on the inside? We're current around the vine. We're the branch. You know what's so amazing? That Christ illustrated as the tree of life and we bear much more fruit. And there goes Satan trying to have us to eat off the tree of death, which we have eaten off. And Christ used that very tree of life. And he's divine this time. So there's no need for us to ever need another tree. Another set of fruit from anywhere else. When we bear our own fruit. Mm. Now we're the ones who bear the fruit. That's amazing. Sometimes it's so powerful, I don't even know how to preach it. It's like I'm tiptoeing around it, but I want to get bullseye with it. But whatever. You understand? Sometimes when God gives me mysteries, I'd be like, nobody better not ever preach that. I got to preach that first. I got to preach. And it's funny because preachers be like that. Don't, pre- Hey, I never get... <laughs> I was My spiritual dad, I don't know if it's yours because, you know, you guys are all over. I see my spiritual dad today somewhere. I don't normally see him. I mean, during the times of day, I don't normally see him. So I was like, oh, hey, he's looking like, you're here? I'm like, yeah, you're here. (laughs) And we never did that before. It was like, you know, it was like a 10-second excitement moment. Like when you see somebody that you normally see elsewhere, somewhere else, and, you know, we used to, sometimes we as people walk past, like we don't see people and all that. No, nah, it's nothing like seeing somebody, care okay, if it's your next door neighbor, you see them on your vacation, like, oh, wow, what's up? Because, you know, you have a connection with them. They live near you. You see, you see each other all the time. You have, you know, something in common. You understand? You are relational that way. I don't care if you never say anything. We can relate because we live, you know, in the same, you know, area. You really come to seeing one of your kids' teachers. Oh, hey, oh my goodness, how you doing? Like when you're in the grocery store. You know, you know that feeling you get, like, hey, like, I, I don't see you nowhere else other than where I usually see you. You understand? And that's how me my spiritual dad was. And they're like, hey, like, okay, okay. You understand. And I thank God so much. You know how we have to really, really just allow God to be. Allow God to be. Allow God to be. i seen two people today from my childhood when I was at this function. And these two people were wondering throughout their life, the people that they have disrespected and taken advantage of, do they forgive them? Have they moved on Or how have they been affected by what they've been doing by being mistreated? And God shared that with me today. One of them kept parading back and forth, you know, around me. Like they wanted me to acknowledge it was to see if I was over it or not. But I was like, ah, to acknowledge you, I will have to reminisce on what you have done. And I don't think you want to hear nothing like that. So I didn't know how to embrace it. We're so quick to say, you know what? Yeah, it's easy to forgive when they're not in your face. It's easy to forgive when that place is not right there. Until you ride past it or somebody drive you past that place or you fly past that place. and Like, that's the place that, you know, I was burnt up in. Or that's the place that I was, you know, snatched in the barn and I was taken advantage of. Or that's the place that I was hurt so bad. That's the place that this, this, this. Or that's the person that, oh, that, those are the things they used to do this to me when I did this. You understand? And I just said, you know, let me just acknowledge the person. Hey, how you doing? They was like, oh, I didn't even see you. <laughs> Oh, you know you saw me. Oh, you know you saw me. You saw me. I wasn't going to say that, though. But, you know, I just played along with it, you know, like we normally do. I was like, hey, well, good to see you. You You look the same. So do you. And the person's face got very still, like the expression just stopped. And they just began to look down. And I picked them up real quick. You know, it's like a, a quick moment, like, I feel down. No, I'm going to pick you back up. Yo, you know what? You look great. You know what I'm saying? Look at you. How you been? I'm like, you was always amazing to me. For real, I was? Yeah. We had a good childhood, didn't we? Yeah, we did. You know, I took the person mind off of feeling bad for what they've done. Because when people know what they have done to people, they begin to look down like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to bring up the past, but... I know you know what I've done. I'm not going to see and play no games with you, but I don't want to bring it up. And her head went down and I lifted back up quick. Now nah, remember this? You understand? Oh, yeah, remember what? You understand? That quick. Iron sharpening iron. You understand? And some of us sometimes don't want to give people, you know, mercy so fast. We don't want to be so quick to forgive. No, I want you to hurt for like 10 more minutes. You understand? It's not going to be no 10-second forgiveness. No, because I've been through 10 years of bullcrap. I've been through eight months of, you know, this and that. I've been through 10 seconds. I don't even care of this and that. You're going to feel another 10 minutes. We cannot do that. God don't do that to us. You understand? Whose side are we on? The Lord's side. We can't behave unlike the Lord on his side. You understand? And that person was releasing themselves today. I had no idea. They were feeling like, you know, I wonder... Do these people forgive me that I've been doing these things to, you know, have done these things to in the past. And now she, you know, she's been free from one from me. You know, she's been released from me because I know what it's like, because I just had to release myself from, you know, causing her upon someone. And it's been three years since I've been aware. And I was like, Q, how are you going to get get over it already? God, you still crying about that? You still bothered about that? And I mean bothered. It was like, oh, God. Every time I would think or something would remind me of or just uh, something I would see, I'd be like, oh, God. I had to learn how to release myself. You understand? Just like when we do things to other people, we got to release ourselves. We can't just, oh, I'm so quick to forgive you. Yeah, I release you. No, I got to release myself too. I got to forgive myself for what I've done. I'm not walking around with no condemnation, no guilt. I owe no man nothing but to love them. You understand? And I had to release myself from that. God showed me ace check cash and whoever that is for you, ace check cash. I don't know. (laughs) Father, you want to give us a check? We'll take it. It's coming from you. See, I'm not saying I don't like resources. As long as it's coming from him, he's my source. I'm not going to try to bring it to pass myself. Now, he can give me how much he want give yeah, me. It's up to him. You understand? See, I take anything from him and even how he use it, you know, himself in any way, shape, or form regarding any way, shape, or form how I receive, but long as it's coming from him. I don't want it from no other way, no other place, no other person, no other thing, no other nothing. It must be only from him. I see ace check cash and I try receive it, God. I'm trying to, I receive that. I receive it. I know what to do this time. For real, God. I know what to do this time. Yes, I do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. Uh, how many times we say to God, no, for real, for real. We wind up on a beach somewhere. Oh, God. You know what? Okay, next time. Next time, God. Oh, God. I ain't need to book this trip. Oh, God, come on. Come on. You yeah, so know We can't be doing that one. You understand? <laughs> you understand? And another person showed up. I had to, they had to be releasing themselves, too. They had to release themselves, too. You know, and I just thank God for opportunities for us to set up like that to happen for us. You know, we have to be merciful because we got to remember that someone had to forgive us for something that we have done. You understand? So this is a message just for a little bit of every area. But just go to God about your gift. Father, how can I use my gift to exalt you, to win people, to snatch souls out of the enemy's hand for you? Because if we're not, then we're just operating in our talent. We're just using our gift as a talent. You understand? Somebody said, it well, you know, just like Venus and Serena. You know, imagine if they was like, you know, we ain't doing no tennis. That's, we ain't doing our, that's, we ain't, our purpose not, no, we ain't doing that. We ain't, they ain't gonna put no money on the tables. We gotta get real jobs, dad. No. That's their purpose. Their gift. And look what happened. It paved the way for others. You understand? It broke down, you know, um, racism, you know, people being prejudiced. You understand? It, It won souls in their community as they brought things forth. You understand? It cast out devils that were thinking racist. You understand? It brought people to life, even when it comes to just them knowing that they can do something, too. It changed people, their purpose changed people, and look how God has blessed them, and they acknowledge God. You understand? Brought them to the Olympics. Somebody say, "Well, I'm not going to skate. Skate don't put money on the table," but you you making it to the Olympics, and beyond that, because that's a gift from God to bless people. You understand? You know when you're in your gift because God take you so far and fast in it. But he got to be the one to take us. I forgot the beautiful, you know, chocolate African-American young lady who just got married and in the gymnastics and one of the best represent America. <laughs> forgot your name. It started with a D, I think. God. And look, look at her. Straight to the top. More than once. God doesn't, you know, He doesn't play around with our purpose. We have to get out the way. We have to get out the way. He gives us more than we can ask or even think. They're just using their gift to bless people. And look how He's blessing people, it's changing laws. Hallelujah. So what are our gifts and how are our gifts, you know, being as Jesus is? Or is it just putting money in my pocket? Am I just being blessed by it? And those who are around me? Or those in, you know, places that I never even, you know, been? Being blessed by it. Am I casting out devils with my gift? Raising the dead, opening up blind eyes, cleaning the leopards? Am I healing doctors' reports with my gift? I don't care if you could you call the cook. You blessed with your food because you, when you prepare it with love, that's your gift. Guess what? <laughs> don't think about competition. Oh, look at that seafood joint. Oh, look at that burger joint. No, look at yours. Father, what do you want to do in this place? Got to be love in that place. It got to be love. It draws people when love is there. Got to be love there. You understand? You sell cars? That's your gift? Sell them. That's not my, my gift is definitely not sales. I'm letting you know that right now. I done tried that before. I tried real estate. I was close to getting this license. I was like, you know, I'm not doing this. I'm not good with commission. No, I, I didn't pay. Yeah, that's how I was. I, I can't. I can't do that one. You know what I'm saying? Trying to win somebody over? Well, they don't want it. And I don't get. Paid? No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Spend ten minutes to try to tell you something you don't want here. I'm not doing that one. And people, you can tell people to look like, oh, here's somebody come now. What you selling now? You know what I'm saying? i do not got time for that one. No, that's not for me. Not for me. Some of you guys are really good at it. I'm trying to tell. You can sell a coat to somebody in the summertime. That's not me. You don't want it? Okay, have a good day. You understand? I'm not gonna keep asking. You got any you got any sales today? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you understand? Two weeks later, you got any sales yet? Yeah. Nope. Try to tell you. That's not my thing. Your thing may not be, 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 be excuse me, be preaching, you know? May not know how to speak in front of people like I know how to speak. I didn't seen people do that. Let me see if I can, you know, speak. Don't know how to speak really well at all. Not call do that, but do, do something else very well. You understand? Just like me. I cannot do everything that you know. Wouldn't even try I'ma stay in my life. Hallelujah. Greater seals in us, things in the world. Mwah. Love you. I have to go. <laughs> Until next time.